Hello and welcome to the Minnesota Left-Handers Podcast. This is a bit of an emergency pod today because so much has happened in the last couple days. Sides are being taken, yet we're still sort of shrouded in mystery. The SGL, the Super Golf League. Ahead of the Genesis Invitational this week, Colin Morikawa professes allegiance to the PGA Tour, which makes for a handful of players at this point. I believe Brooks, Kepka's one, um, among a few others. Tiger Woods has also said that he's not going to the SGL at all either. So I'd like to talk about that and Kramer Hickok's appearance on the Stripe Show pod where he broke news. I did not expect breaking news on the Saudi, or sorry, the Super Golf League from Kramer Hickok, but here we are. I've also sort of made a comparison to what we're seeing with the Super Golf League and the PGA Tour that I think fellow Minnesotans are going to relate to, uh, and it's, it's a bit scary. Then I'll finish the episode with a couple of questions that I am left with as answers to our questions uh, seem to draw near. That time seems to be drawing close. I mean, I also heard that they want to start this thing in June. Well, we better start to see some details pretty soon here and, and get some names because um, they're running out of time to get things in order. So um, anyway, Morikawa ahead of the Genesis this week at his, at his pre-round, uh, his, his early week press conference, was pretty candid about his stance on the on the Super Golf League. Has the SGL opened things up for us as professional golfers to open things up for the PGA Tour to look at what to do better? Absolutely. We've seen a lot of changes, some good, some bad, some that are still going to be amended, but I'm sure as time goes on, right now, you look at the best players that I see, and they're all sticking with the PGA Tour, and that's where I kind of stay, and that's where I belong. I'm very happy to be here. He went on to say, the only way I can start thinking about other tours, other leagues, whatever you call it, I need concrete evidence. I need to be able to see a sheet in front of me and know what's out there, right? As of now, for what I know, I don't know what's out there. All I've heard are rumors, and that's hard to do. I need details. I'm pretty specific about things, and from my end, I couldn't get what I needed. We've all heard rumors of this date in the future, he went on to say. I'm ready for it. Why not, right? Like, we'll call them out. What are they waiting for? I don't know. There still have been no names. And lastly, he another quote from that same press conference. Once again, we go back to evidence, right? Can we see concrete evidence for what's going on? If we can, then people can make, this, then people can make decisions. It's an unknown thing. It's a hidden thing. For me, it's not enough. Also chiming in on on his with his thoughts on the on the SGL was Rory, uh, who's who's also a pretty candid and great interview most of the time. He said, "Look, I've lived it. For the top guys, all that re- all that money really isn't going to change their life. I'm in a way better financial position than I was a decade ago, and my life is no different. I use the same three or four rooms in my house. I just don't see the value in tarnishing a reputation for extra millions." Then there's there's Kramer Hickok. Kramer Hickok uh, is a PJ Tour guy who's best finished since the official start of the season in Hawaii here in, in January 2022 is a T20 at the Sony. He did have a fourth place finish in the wraparound season back back in Houston. Um, 
but anyway, so he, there's just a little bit of context. He's a he's a up and coming, I suppose, young guy trying to make it. Uh, he went on the Stripe Show pod with Travis Fulton and broke news. Here's what he had to say. Is anybody really that fed up that you think that we're going to see a major name jump over to this Saudi uh, PIF? Yeah, you're going to see a lot of big names jump over there. I think there's already been 17 guys that are jumped over, and I and I can't say who they are, um, but there there's going to be some big names going over there. Um, look, I mean, from what I've heard, the money's very very appealing. Um, the you know, you're only going to have 12 to 14 events. Um, those events are going to have huge purses. Um, you're not going to have to deal with missing a cut anymore. There's only going to be 40 players. So, um, and 10 of those 14 events will be in the States. So uh, signing bonuses, huge, huge, huge purses. Uh, it's going to be very appealing for, for some of these guys. Um, especially, um, I, I would say uh, the issue that we're having on tour right now is, you know, you got the players' purses up to $20 million. Um, The issue that we're having on tour is getting the, the majors to bump up their purses because technically we're getting a small, small piece of the pie. Um, you got the Masters. I don't know how much money they're making a, that week, but $12.5 million purse. Um, it, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say these numbers, but let's just say we're getting a tiny, tiny percentage of the what – the PJ tour is getting of what the total revenue is for all four majors. Now this is a tricky spot because, and and here's that comparison that I thought my, my fellow Minnesotans might relate to. What if the SGL is the NCHC, the national collegiate hockey conference and the PGA tour is the WCHA. The year is 2010 and it's time for a shakeup. The Big Ten was adding hockey, and the NCHC formed as well. For decades, Minnesota hockey thrived, college hockey that has thrived in the WCHA. There was the Gophers, the UMD Bulldogs, the St. Cloud State Huskies, the Mavericks in Mankato, and the Beavers at Bemidji State. Each team really was getting better, and college hockey was in a good place in Minnesota. And, and now they were sort of forced to split. Uh, the Gophers went to the Big Ten. The Bulldogs and Huskies went to the NCHC. And as such, the WCHA was left sort of just middling. They added a few teams looking for a bit of an upgrade. Ferris State, for example, was one. And then after the 2020-2021 season, that conference folded. It's sad to see such a powerhouse cease to exist, and I feel that's what might happen to the PGA Tour. As an added layer here, I'd surmise that, that Kramer Hickok is similar to, to Ferris State looking for a chance an upgrade hoping maybe even that bigger names that big names go to the sgl time will tell so aside from all of these player thoughts and and you know what what players are starting to say is where we fit in the fan and the fan experience is a big part of this so i'm going to leave you with a prediction and five questions to chew on as we wait and see how this thing pans out i'll start with the questions of the names tied to this, Charlie Hoffman, Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Bryson, DJ, and, and maybe Lefty, uh, and Phil Mickelson, does that really move the, move the needle for any of us? It's like, you know, 
most of the way to a senior tour. Do we do we care about that aside from Bryson and DJ? Of course, do we care about what the product is on the on the course and and on our screens? What is the use of a new tour of guys who aren't really draws anyway? Uh, next is does the tour ban the guys who sign on? The, does the PGA Tour say, okay, you want to go to the Saudi League? Well, we're done with you. You can't play here again. And if that's true, after one guy decides to take the leap, and let's say he gets banned, do the other rumored guys who haven't you know, made any commitments, do they back off and leave that one guy just twisting in the, t- twisting in the wind? I mean, he would just kind of be SOL, I suppose, while, while these other guys who never really committed to anything but were rumored they're still okay on the PGA Tour to continue making their living. I don't know. But the other question, like, on top of this is, should the PGA Tour ban them? Should they be able to go over there? They're independent contractors. Shouldn't they be able to go over there and and test it out and see how it goes? If the PGA Tour does ban them, is that, like, tyrannical? I don't know. Hickok, in his interview, also said, that 10 of the 14 events in the series would be in the United States. At what courses? I don't know. And will the tour sort of blackball those courses? Like, for example, maybe not regular tour stops, right? Because they've already got sponsors. They've already got a place on the PGA Tour schedule. But places like Oak Hill, Wingfoot, Shinnecock, I mean, are those courses going to be willing to take on uh, a tournament with the, with the SGL? Um, with with maybe you know they're they're major venues, but with, will the PGA Tour kind of say, "Nah, we're we're done with you. We're we're moving on." And I suppose I mean the majors are all run by different organizations, um, so they might be okay with it. But if if any course is is looking for a new sponsor, a new location, I gotta believe that if if they're looking at courses and one of those courses held an SGL tournament, they might just say, "Nah, we're we're good. We'll move on," which kind of puts them out. I don't know. So does that mean that the SGL will end up with with tournaments at like Interlochen and Edina? You know, these courses that used to be able to handle a pro event, but but since the game and, and guys have, have passed courses like that by, I mean, is that they're just looking for a little bit of money too, and so maybe these, these tournaments end up at, at courses like that. Um, but they're not a tough test. I mean, we're going to see scores at like 35 under. And is that going to bring eyeballs? Do we care about that? And then there's the broadcasts. Let's say it's just some random weekend in June. Not a major week or, or whatever. No, you know, it's not Bay Hill or, or you know, even Scottsdale. Um, but in that case, which tournament gets broadcast? You, got, you have competing tournaments on a given weekend. Does the SGL tournament get broadcast or the PGA Tour tournament get broadcast cbs nbc they're gonna have to make those decisions um especially if you know a few of the big names end up at the sgl it's gonna it's gonna be a bit of a a struggle to for those broadcasting companies to say we want to show bryson if he's over there or we want to show rory who's at the pj tour like who do you pick who do you watch um that that's gonna be hard to hard to decide um there's a lot to hash out here uh, finally, I do have a prediction for someone who I think will go to the SGL. Uh, you just heard Hickok say that 17 players are considering it. My official prediction is that one of those 17 is Ricky Fowler. This is a guy who just 
can't seem to pull it together. I mean, he's young. He's got a lot of years left, and maybe he'll have a Jordan Spieth-like resurgence. I don't know. It's possible. Um, But a guy in his position where it seems like golf is just not – like he's still got a face. He's still – you know, on commercials everywhere. He's still all right. Um, but he can be guaranteed millions. I don't know if I'm Ricky, I, 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 I could see where he might do it. So that's my official prediction that he is one of the 17 that jumps over there. Maybe one of the bigger names again, you know, it's not, it's not Bryson or DJ because their quality of play is, is higher than Ricky's has been, but definitely a big name and a face that I, that I could see heading over there. Uh, shorter episode here today. I just, I, so much was going on. Like I said, it's a bit of an emergency pod, just kind of me putting my thoughts out there. Um, it is Tuesday, Wednesday, as I record this, it's Wednesday before the Genesis, as I record this, um, big week ahead. This is a cool week. We'll see who's there. We'll see how this conversation around the SGL heats up as, as more and more tournaments pass by guys are forced to ask questions or forced to answer questions about it. Um, and that supposed June start date draws near. Uh, like I said, I, I would assume that we are going to be getting answers real soon. Special shout-outs uh, in this episode. Go to Yahoo Sports, Golf Digest, Golf.com, and the Stripe Show pod. Um, pulled some information from there, so I want to give them a hat tip. So thanks for listening, and come on back for more episodes.